Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of House of Rider Sports Podcast. My name is Wayne. I'm here with my guys, Smooth Chubbs. And we got Layton in the building. Of course, he only shows up when the Ravens win. Uh, Jody will be joining us a little bit later in the podcast. But in this episode, we will be recapping the divisional round of the playoffs, discussing the AFC NFC Championship as well. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get started. A few housekeeping things before we get started, man. Y'all know what to do. HD Sports Pod everywhere. House Divided Sports Podcast on YouTube, on YouTube, man. Feeling blessed, feeling better. Guys, how are we feeling this week? How are we feeling, Chubb? Shout out to hey. Chubb. He went 3-1 and one hey. this weekend. Shout out DL. He said the best. He went 3-1 and one this weekend. Shout out Joey. He went 2-2 two and two this weekend. And Wayne had the worst record at 1-3. and three. But the one that got one is the really the one I well not that's not the only one I wanted. But the one I got one is the one I feel good about. Because if I would have, if we would, if the Bucks would have been the team that fucking won out of all the teams that I picked, I would have been pissed. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. So, so good, man. How y'all feeling, man? Go ahead, Chubs. Take the floor. Hey, you said it. You already said it. Blessed and better, man. Blessed and better. <laughs> I'm feeling blessed. Um, hey, um, great weekend. Obviously, very excited about what happened. Um, we're going to get into it. I'm not going to talk too much craziness because if anybody's seen my Twitter antics, I've been, I was very, I was very active on Twitter all weekend. That's I, not the word I, to say. You were very nasty on Twitter all weekend. That's what you wanted to say. You were I very said antics. nasty. I said antics. You I said, said antics. you were very nasty on Twitter this weekend. I thought he was but, my friend. He joined in on people that he don't even know. Trying to gang up on me. It's all right. It's all right. I know where your allegiance lies. But it with the Ravens. With the Ravens. Um, but um I was very active, you know. Great, great weekend, great weekend. Um and uh I just want to say one thing before we get into it. The all these people trying to clown the Ravens, like Bengals fans, for them being excited about winning the game. You guys don't understand. That's weird. Look, look. Look, yeah, exactly right. It's weird because here, here's the thing: they're they're going to the AFC Championship first time since 2012, 2013, whatever it was. It's been it feels like that long. It's been that long, ten, ten plus years, and this is the first time ever in the franchise history that they're playing an AFC Championship in Baltimore. So that's something to be like excited about because that's never happened, and that's they're the first team to ever do it. So for people, for fans to be like, oh, thought you said don't get excited about going to the AFC Championship. I think it means more to them that it's the first team ever to have a home AFC Championship and be a first seed doing it. So we're going to get into the game. That's all I got to say. I'm very happy with my team. Go Ravens. Ravens flock. And I'm, I, Good we'll get into Lord. the Lord. to be easy. Dang. Uh, Lane. You got your ugly ass Ravens hoodie on. Talk to us. Yeah, your, your parka. That's a that's a poncho. That's a parka. Yeah, you're right. It's a parka. We can't Wait, hear you. Oh, there you go. There you go. It's like a sweater poncho type thing. You know, you see what's going on. Like Chuck said, feeling good. You know, happy to be here. Thanks for having me on, fellas. You know, 
if y'all invited me, bro, I would be on. I I don't come on when we winning, you know. Come on whenever. So, but uh, you know, I'm feeling good. Got the dub. Happy to be here. Waiting here to see what's up about that bread. <laughs> yeah, cause he, you over here, you over there trolling early, man. Listen, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Hey, Ravens money line, get it now. Smooth. I'm tired of seeing this ugly ass Patriots background, but holler at us. What's going on? <laughs> what is going on, Smog? Patriots fan. Smog. I'm dead. <laughs> Patriots fan through and through. Um. I'm good. I'm, I think the 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 one game I was you know anticipating for a different outcome yeah. let me down. Yeah, it let me down. But um, you should have went your gut. You'd have been four and zero this week. No, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, you know, we'll get into it like like you said. But overall, feeling good about the playoffs. Um, we was talking about. I kind of want to get some things clear about quarterback play. A lot of people. Um. We're disappointed, disappointed this week for me, but a lot of people showed up as well. Um, but, you know, I just, like I said, I think we're going to clear some things up on a quarterback play. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about the game that upset me the most. But overall. But before, yeah, before we get into it, as football fans, you should love, have loved this weekend because honestly, every game was highly entertaining besides one, really. Um, besides one, like the Ravens game got out of hand. It was, it was close at halftime, but every other game, I think we're like close games. So like if you yeah, were, close, and, they, games, and, yeah. and they were exciting games. Yeah. Well, just like I said, the quarterback play wasn't, or I, you know, yeah. some of them. which it was still good, I, good I games th- throughout. Yeah. Yeah. Overall it was a good game. Definitely, definitely good games overall. So, yeah, this was but, a real, uh, Three of the games are good games. Um, and let's get to the one bad game, in my opinion. Uh, Ravens versus the Texans. Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the Ravens guys go. go. Oh, y'all going last? Y'all going last? Since you know it's y'all team, y'all go last. Uh, DL, you want to start? Give me your thoughts on the Ravens versus Texas games. And uh, what? Um, I thought you know. Overall, it was a good game early on. Um, I think the, the Texans came out to play. Ravens came out to play. Um, kind of dogfight to begin with. Low-scoring game. Um, but then after that, it was pretty much Ravens realized they were a better team. They were playing a young team. Um, the pressure they, that they was given uh, or getting to CJ Stroud with was, you know, what the Ravens have been doing all year. Um you know, I, I really didn't expect this Texans team to do much against this team anyway. Um, so, you know, overall, like I said, it was a good game in the first half, but uh, Ravens basically just turned it up second quarter. I mean, second half, you know, did what we all, what we all expected. Um, sad and win it anyway, so. I would say they dominated, but, you know, it was second half just in favor of the Ravens. All right. I mean, I think the Ravens just were a little had had some uh, jitters to start. It's been a while. They're not even jitters. They're just rusty. They haven't played in what a lot of stars haven't played in three weeks. So a little rust that they had to get off. That punt return uh, 
happen. I think Petrie could have changed the game if he actually catches that interception, and the game probably becomes a better game. But the Ravens' defense locked down. That was the Ray Lewis-esque, uh, Ed Reed-esque, you know, early 2000 Ravens-type defense. They didn't give up any touchdowns. The Texans looked uncomfortable. They didn't even get into the red zone. You know, it was just pure domination. They may have had some drives where they got like 20, 30 yards, but they just dominated on all fronts. Defensively, uh, they really were that. And then once the Texans offense couldn't get going, eventually that Texans defense was going to break down. I think they did a good job of Lamar in the second half, you know, being able to diagnose the pressures and figure out what's going on. They made the Texans get out of their actual element because what the Texans like to do is play zone, play soft man, you know, not blitz. Depend on their, their front four to get there, but they weren't getting pressure. Lamar had a lot of time back there in the pocket. He was able to do what he wanted to do, you know. And obviously, Lamar on his feet was able to, you know, run. You know, had some effective runs throughout the game. Um, But, yeah, the, the Ravens just dominated through and through. This is a good, good, good confidence booster for the Ravens team, mainly Lamar. Uh, you see him taking a step up in leadership than he did the past couple of years. I know he said... I heard him say before that, you know, last year he was a little bit, in the last past years he was a little bit more passive. But, you know, this year, you know, he said he took on a more leadership role. Speaking out, you know, he said a lot of halftime was a lot of cussing. Letting them know that they shouldn't be where, where they were at. So, they're playing subpar to begin in the second half. They show why they were the number one seed in AFC and why Texas were the number four seed. So, overall, great game from the Ravens. Uh, Lamar had 100 and 100. I don't know. I don't think this was the game to say not so quarterback. He has, I saw other ones, but like the Dolphins game was the perfect one for that. But the 100 yards passing, uh, that's not the quarterback uh, statement that everybody was running with. I was like, that's kind of crazy. This is a long game to say not so quarterback, even though he already debunked that, right? And Shawty's going to get killed for that forever for saying that. But uh, overall, great game from Lamar. Efficient. Had to do what he had to do. You know, he took what the defense was giving him, and, you know, that's how you win games. Go tell me you had the timeout sign like you are. You said you said you said you said, said pretty much the whole thing. But one thing I will say, just to base off of people, what people were saying before the game and after the game, because you know this team's always going to be compared to that 2019 team. In 2019, no adjustments were made. This team's actually making adjustments, and it's showing that they're making adjustments. Greg Roman made zero adjustments in the past. Four years with Lamar, he ha- he had that. The, what the game plan was, they were sticking to it because he's Greg Roman and he's hard headed, and that's what they're going to do. You're going to do what I tell you to do, basically. Munkin actually has been saying for the last whole all year, really, his relationship with Lamar is hand in hand. He talks to him what Lamar wants to do, he listens, and they he like lets him do it. Like Lamar has more say in the offense, so the adjustments are, are were made. And that's the big difference from the last year and 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 um, or two years, three years ago, and now. I mean, you, I mean, you, you you summed up the game pretty much. I'm not really going to touch too much on the game, but one thing I will say that I don't agree with is you're talking about his passing. He was 16 for 22, 150 for two touchdowns. I get it that it wasn't gaudy numbers. They had 200 yards rushing, Wayne. They had about like 20 more minutes of possession. Off of just rushing the football, I think I think I think Justice Edwards had or Justice Hill had sixty six yards or something like that. Edwards had about fifty. 
Um, I know Lamar had 100. I get it. That's what Lamar was doing. They were playing male coverage, and he was taking what they were giving him. What are you, what are you arguing that I said? I'm just saying, you're saying he don't look much like a quarterback. Like, I think I he know, looked no, like I, a quarterback. No, I said everybody saying, oh, not so bad, not not too quarterback. You know, I was like, that, oh. this, this isn't the game to say those sentiments is what i would say i mean I, I'm, I'm i'm just saying for the for, for those people that are saying that i mean his game was definitely more quarterback than the tailback that we're going to discuss later today so but but i'm saying like for instance like shannon sharp made a good point today on espn since we were saying espn there was a point where lamar probably could have ran in for his third touchdown it was wide open but you know what he did he dumped it off to the wide open man and stayed in the pocket nelson Aguilar, great touchdown going across so he's he's sitting in the pocket, like he's not like he's just taking off, just take off. I know. But if you if you got, it, but I'm I'm just telling for people, two hundred yards rushing. That's why he only has one hundred fifty yards passing. One hundred fifty yards That's passing. That's crazy. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not huh? Sure. I don't care what your team did. One hundred fifty yards passing. And, and crazy. It's it's the and, uh, nah. It's but just, he didn't Dominating will. Yeah, you got that. Dominating will. That had a lot of short fields anyway. So that's why I'm not hating. Had a lot of short fields because your defense did what they were supposed to do. Whenever you guys pin them back, they stay pinned back. Got some short fields. Did what you had to do. Layton, talk to us, man. Everything, really. Um, I will say, I kind of, like you said, at halftime, I kind of think we started to wear them out, really. Um, them, them big runs, trying to contain Lamar Jackson is an issue for everybody in the league. Um, okay. Those runs, they're, they're definitely deflating. I definitely, you know on defense before, like big runs like that, especially in playoff time, it's cold. You, it, it hurts. Um, I feel like we just warm out. But I will say this, um, DJ Stroud is going to be a problem. Um, I want to make that be known. Like, he played a really good And we – he didn't score this uh, game, but we also did that to him week one. But every other game, he was putting up crazy numbers. So I feel like you know, another year, a couple of years, like, He's going to be next up, but you know, it's our time. So I'm not really worried about that. It's really about us. You know, we handled business. We did what we had to do. And now we got, we got that man Mahomes up next. So we got to be ready to lock in. Touching upon Lamar's, I feel like the Steelers, and it's not even just like talking about my team, but I just don't get how people, and I think it's just, I watch football games and as a former D lineman, it drives me nuts how these defensive linemen lose contain and don't have discipline in their pass rush lanes on a weekly basis. I'm talking every single team I watch, they just lose contain. I'm like, you know they have a mobile quarterback. Pass rush lane discipline is very, very, very important. How do you continuously mess this up? On a week to week basis, I watch every. I watch the Steelers do it. I watch the Ravens do it. I watch. I watch the 49ers do it. I watch the Packers do it. Which I watch the Chiefs do it yesterday. I'm just like, yo, pass rush. Like as a former D lineman, it's car. It drives me crazy how over and over and over and over and over again you lose pass rush lane discipline against Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Like it don't make no sense to me. How that's what we talk about all game is yo, let's try to make them not beat us with our legs, and we just don't have great pass rush in this place, especially like third and long. Like, bro, come on, it's it's crazy, it's crazy. Um, 
But shout out to Lamar, man. Like you said, CJ Stroud's definitely going to be a problem to deal with. You said two years. I think next year, I think not having Tank Dell really showed that in this game, missing someone like him was very, very important for them. I still don't think it would have made a difference. Uh, but the game may have been looked a little, a little better. But it's missing someone like that, you know. Nico Carlos could only – he was doing all he could do. But y'all wasn't trying to – y'all was making sure he wasn't going crazy. Uh, y'all boys was hitting, though. Y'all was sitting down there. Y'all had Dalton Schultz and his feelings. Dalton Schultz was in his feelings, so. Hey, big shout-out to Ronald Darby. He been playing. He been playing big football for the Ravens. Big football, not giving up hardly anything. So shout out to him. Ronald Darby, shout out Arthur Millette too. He been playing some big minutes for you. He balling. He balling for us. Uh, just you put a question: Is Lamar a Hall of Famer? And I felt like we kind of talked about. That's it. not me. I That's not that. me. I, I didn't put that. I put that. I put that. The whole, whole thing. Why you? Why? Why? Why is that question? Do you not think he's a Hall of Famer? Now. Yeah, I, I would I would think so, yeah. What so changed just, your mind now to make him a Hall of Famer if you didn't think he was a Hall of Famer before? Um what changed my mind? I didn't think I didn't not think he was a Hall of Famer before. Um I think he has Hall of Fame talent. Um he has an MVP, he's gonna win another MVP this year. Um you know, when healthy he's always been in conversations with top five quarterback in the league of his generation. Um so all of these are things that you know you take into consideration when you consider MVP. I mean, I'm sorry, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, he has years to come, still young. Um, and I think he's still in his prime, so I think he has a lot more to accomplish. Um, but uh, if he wins the Super Bowl, it's definitely solidified his Hall of Fame status. Um, and it wasn't a it wasn't an argument in general. It was just a question that I had. Um, yeah, no, definitely Hall of Famer. Because and I think like like I said when it comes the second to second MVP, so it's like it. Yeah, we got we just got a lot of young quarterback talent that's coming up. A lot of quarterback talent. And you know, you see these young quarterbacks who are making waves first round of the playoffs, who are taking these these uh teams that don't have a lot of weapons to the playoffs. Um, so that just shows that they have a a, a bright future ahead of them in the in the you know, NFL. Um so I'm just trying to figure out, you know. No, no, I like it. Uh, I'm not going to say the topics we're going to talk about later, too, like as far as. We could get to the, the next topic that you had is which of these young quarterbacks do we think are going to win a Super Bowl for first? And I'm going to add another name to that um, for you guys. So you got right now there, you have Jordan Love, CJ Stroud, Caleb Williams, Bryce Young, Drake May, JD, who's JD? Jaden Daniels. Oh, Jaden Daniels. And please respect Anthony Richardson. Don't ever disrespect him and put all these rookies. Um, should have, et cetera. So out of the young QB's names, who do you think has the best chance, you guys, to actually produce and win a Super Bowl? Oh. Guys are setting me up. You're setting me up, DL. Oh, Santa! Ooh, wait, 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 wait. We're talking about the young guys that I see underneath well, the higher. Guys that aren't even drafted yet, too. You know what I'm saying? Like you got just in general, like, like you know. You I, got mean, I mean, it's kind of hard to say, um, honestly, like Caleb, because we don't know who Caleb's going. Like team, you know what I mean? 
you never you don't know who's get, who's he's going to end up with. He's going to end up with a trash ass squad for his year and and a bad quarterback, a bad uh, coach. Never know. But it sounds like he might be Bears because Cliff Kingsbury might be going to be in the OC over there. Um, but uh, I'm if we're doing this. I don't know why you have love up there with these names. So why 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 love? Actually, wait, wait, pause. Sorry, 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 sorry. I did not. My bad. My bad. My bad. Not love. C.J. Stroud. <laughs> C.J. Stroud has a better chance over love. Because I don't know, I don't know what that defense is going to look like in the next few years. And that defense is very good, which helped him out get the ball back. I don't know if Jair is going to be on the team. I don't, I, that is very asinine to say that CJ Stroud has the best chance out of these names because hey, he's hey, hey, in listen, the AFC with Lamar pause, Jackson, pause, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, pause, Patrick time Mahomes. Out. Time out, DL. Time out, DL. Correct me if I'm wrong, but who did he say was his dark horse MVP? MVP and Super Bowls <laughs> is two different things, as no, Lamar no, no, Jackson no, no, can no, no, attest no. to. Why wasn't Jordan Love your dark horse MVP before the year? Anthony Richardson? So Anthony Richardson no, you, Anthony you, Richardson no, no, no. My dark horse. Halfway, when, when Anthony Richardson went down, your, your tone went to C.J. Stroud being the MVP because they were winning games. Oh, don't worry. Was, don't worry. Jordan Love's my favorite for MVP love. next year. Don't worry about it. Don't okay. worry about it. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. Hey, don't okay. worry. Okay. 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 We got a whole okay. season okay. to talk about J Love. Okay. 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 This isn't just about Jordan Love. No, this no, no. I'll put, I'll put him in order. DL, I'll put him in order for you. So the best chance is going to be Jordan Love. Okay, then Love. Jordan Love. Let me tell you why Jordan Love. Because he's in the NFC and the quarterbacks there. You can already argue that he's a top three quarterback in his conference already. The rest of these guys, depending on where they're drafted, are not top three corner quarterbacks in in their in their uh, perspective conferences, right? See, Jordan Love took the youngest team in NFL history to the playoffs and won a playoff game, right? The receiving core is young, right? Offensive lineman, yeah, they got Bratiari's going to be gone, but he wasn't even there this year, so. Not really worried about that. They still got Aaron Jones locked down for a couple years. They were on the brink of winning a game and getting to the NFC Conference Championship. I say, and we look at the NFC, look at the landscape of NFC. We think the Eagles, the Eagles you guys think the Eagles run is over. We guys think the, so, Cow, the Cowboys cooked. are Cowboys are done. They're cooked too, right? Mm-hmm. Who who else who else what other team are you gonna look to in the NFC outside of the outside of the 49ers? Who we just saw them take to the brink of elimination. Lions. Oh sorry, I forgot about the Lions. The Lions, the Lions and the 49ers. So out of those two teams, those two teams you guys see them being the cream of the crop. That's what you guys see. And outside of that, the Packers are in that third, fourth, fifth, whatever next. These next guys aren't going to be. The best thing in the AFC they could be is the fourth best team, right? I think me personally, I can't see the Texans, me ever picking the Texans above, you know, the Ravens. Only did that because I'm hating. But, like, realistically, we're looking realistically, right? Did the, Ravens, did the Packers the Chiefs, and Rams the play this year? The Packers and Rams? Yeah, they played this year. Who won? Uh, I don't know. Probably Rams. I, I want to say Rams. I, I want to say Rams. I think the Rams. So I think I think I think Stafford's one of those closing, but if they get a viable quarterback, that's a team that's gonna be a thorn in their side because McVay can coach. Yeah, but he couldn't coach Jared Goff. 
Remember that? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe he needs a Hall of Fame. Style. Maybe he needs a Hall of Fame talented quarterback to you know to actually make some shit shape. Uh, so you know, I just think the way how young the Packers are and how everything's going, they got the best chance. Jordan Love got the best chance. I honestly don't think. I think it depends. If Caleb goes to the Bears, I don't think him. But Drake may depending on where he goes to. Wherever he goes, he may have a better chance, right? Wherever Jaden Daniels go. I, I, to me, any quarterback at AFC kind of struck, kind of stuck. They literally have to come in and be a generational, 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 generational talent. Because of all the good QBs in the AFC, all the good QBs, whoever, the, whoever, let's say the Caleb, Caleb Williams and him going to the Falcons and Bill Belichick is there, then I'll give him the next in line chance. But like all these other quarterbacks, to me, the best they'll ever get to is AFC Championship the best? That's just that's just my opinion. Layton, DL, who you guys get the best chance? Uh, I hate to say it, but yeah, I probably agree. Jordan Love, um, for a lot of the reasons you said, that was a young team they had. A lot of them are coming back, um, and that shows that the Packers know how to draft well. Um, They'll probably find some defensive pieces throughout the draft, and they'll be ready to run it back. Uh, yeah, look, that AFC loaded. Like, Allen, Lamar, Mahomes, still got Trevor Lawrence. Like, C.J. Strauss will go against Trevor Lawrence every year, and Anthony Richardson. Like, they're all in one division. Joe Burrow's coming back. Like, you, <laughs> that AFC, it, it's, it's going to be a – a dog fight every year. So if you in the NFC, you in good shape, honestly. There's only there's only three out AFC teams that don't have their quote unquote quarterback. Yeah. And, um, and, and two of them and two of them in our, are in Patrick Mahomes conference go figure. I I think the the the, the bigger yeah, and Aaron Rodgers back. Not issue, but the the argument I guess is when you get there, you got to play Patrick Mahomes on the Super Bowl. Um, I think it's Patriots. If we're, in, if we're insinuating, Raiders. we're going to insinuate that for the next what five, six years, three to five years, the Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow going to be only two in the AFC make it to the championship. Um, I think one of these. I think I'm just saying, like, just generally, hypothetically speaking. If those are the powerhouses, you know what I'm saying? We're saying Josh Allen can't get out of the AFC, can't get out of the AFC. Um, and Joel Burrow is kind of the next thing in the AFC, Patrick Mahomes. So, well, and Lamar Jackson, sorry. Forgot about him. I always forget about Lamar Jackson. But let's say those quarterbacks, um, they're, like I said, they're still in the AFC. Um, Bryce Young's in the NFC. Um, and depending on where some of these other quarterbacks get drafted, they can come out the NFC as well. Giving them time to develop a team. For the next two, three years. Um I'm i I'm gonna say Bryce Young. <laughs> that's, that's the take. Uh I don't believe in him. Because like I said, the question is Super Bowl. They still gotta win the Super Bowl. If they're playing Patrick Mahomes or whoever, they're not gonna you're doubt they're gonna beat them. Um, but you know, if he can build his team, the Panthers can build their team. Um, 
maybe, you know, obviously it takes a lot, but I, I just think like a quarterback, a young quarterback, if you put the right pieces around them, we've seen it. Jordan Love been able to t- carry a team to the playoffs. Texas uh, in Houston, just job being able to carry a team to the playoffs. I think a lot of these young quarterbacks can do such. Um, so, I mean, that that's just basically what, what the question was posed. Um, because I think a lot of these quarterbacks, right. you know, a lot of these quarterbacks have a chance. But I think let's talk about they, it. They got to get past Jared Goff. Let's, let's, let's talk about it, real quick. Because here's here's the deal: <laughs> Caleb or or May are either going to be a Bear, a Commander, or a Patriot. It could be a Falcon too. Don't worry. I, I don't. I don't. I I don't. If if Caleb doesn't go one, no, that's not gonna. About, yeah, it's talking about trade. I'm saying if, if he doesn't go one. It's, uh, I mean, if oh, the Falcons yeah. trade up, sure. It's, but Commanders and Patriots are two and three. Oh, yeah, those yeah, are quarter, yeah, those yeah, are quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, my bad, my bad. So those are the three teams we're really looking at. And look at those rosters currently. I mean, do you believe that you guys? I mean, you might believe. Hey, give me Caleb Williams. Give me Drake May. Hey, Patriots shake is on, right? No, no, not with us. We're we'll, we'll <laughs> much more than just a quarterback. So it'd be. Um, I mean, you're getting a quarterback, but. Um, I would say the commanders, but I feel like the commanders gonna have to give us some of their defense assets or that. Uh, no, they, no, yeah, for quarterback, yeah, yeah, they have the second pick. Not. I'm thinking they go like receiver. What <laughs> y'all gotta stop this, y'all gotta stop this, bro. <laughs> Y'all got what's it? What's that no. quarterback name? Powell Howell? What's his name? No, no, Sam Howell. Sam Howell. I think they they keep him. I think they should, but I know they're, they're going to draft quarterback. They should not keep Sam. Thank you, Layton. I don't know what they're talking about right now. Hey, 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 hey he was leading to. the league in yards at one they're point. They, no, because if you losing every game, you're going to lead the league in yards. Hey, that's what that's what Dak was doing at one point, right? Max, remember? Who praised that though? I did not praise him. Dak did though. I mean, not Joe did though. Scary Terry and Harris Joe guy. Look at his they got enough receivers. If they draft a receiver, they don't need a receiver. They'd be stupid as hell. Yeah, fired. Get fired again. Yeah, Hey, I don't care if you came from Warriors. You're fired. Quarterback. We definitely need to pick a quarterback. I mean, you're you're looking at and Dan Quinn. You're gonna get McCarthy from. (laughs) All right, man. Let's let's go. Let's go ahead and get to the Packers Niners game, which was the next game. Well, Packers versus Niners. Who wants to start this off? Packers versus Niners. I can go. Wayne, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to hold on. I could go, I could go, I could go. Um so Packers versus Niners, man. Jordan Love almost did it, man. He almost got the job done. But he turned into Brett Favre with whatever time left on the clock. Did an elevized throw, and I felt like he forced it because they did not believe in their kicker. You know this kicker was under set. Well, he was like at 70% in college. Who drafts a kicker? Why is he in the NFL? Thank you, Tubbs. Thank you. The coach said, whenever he goes out there, all I do is pray. He said he prays. Wait, wait, wait. He prays. Hold on. Hold on. on. I'd rather go get destroying or something and go kick a field goal than a guy that's 70%. 
Because his brother's nice. That's why he got drafted. So, like, your brother nice. Oh, it's a, oh, you it's a Giannis nice, thing. Nice. And yeah. it's a Milwaukee thing. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Something's wrong with that cheese in Wisconsin. But Jordan Love, man, he played fantastic until the fourth quarter. They had three fantastic quarters, and then he played average, and then he threw an elevated. He had two elevated interceptions. Um, but I think the Packers lost this game more than the Niners won this game, if you ask me. Their defense came to play. Thank God Brock Purdy has a Christian McCarthy who can bail him out until he wants to show up in the fourth quarter. Um, but C-Mac went off. He went crazy. had some big runs. Um, but, yeah, I think I think the Packers' future is bright, man. Shout out to Purdy for actually showing that he can lead a game-winning drive. Perfect drive. The only incompletion on that drive was a George Kittle drop, which was on the money, too. So when the, when the rubber met the road, Brock Purdy did show up. And unfortunately, Jordan Love made an elevised crossbody throw. Um, so I say this all to say Jordan Love probably was going into this playoff game, the second or third best quarterback playing based upon like stats and everything that he did the last nine games. But at the end of the day, he did have some elevated uh, interceptions. Shout out Greenlaw. And they also, you know, they played really good defense. I think they left. Six or nine points on the board, which ended up coming back to bite them in the ass at the end of the day. Loss of downs, missed field goal, uh, less, less some points on the board. And the most important thing that I learned during this weekend, man, when you get into that red zone in the playoffs, it's about who scored touchdowns versus who actually kicked the field goals. When you're in the red zone, you need to kick, you need to score more touchdowns than you actually do kick field goals. Something Green Bay didn't do. Uh, so, yeah. And Savage probably could have ended the game if we got that pick six, dropped it. They had a lot of opportunities. Brock Purdy had like three drop picks that the Green Bay Packers dropped. And they just didn't capitalize on them. Last week, they capitalized on those. This week, they didn't capitalize on those. So that that was the biggest difference in the game. They capitalized on the mistakes that the other team made. This week, they didn't, and they made the mistake. So shout out to the Packers on a great season. Uh, you got a great, great quarterback going into the year, next year. Future Hall of Famer, future MVP of the league, all of the above. They got another one over there in Green Bay. It's just unfair. It's unfair to see guys like that get quarterbacks. And then you got franchises like the Browns, who've just been suffering for decades, not being able to get a quarterback. You know, Dolphins not being able to get a quarterback since Dan Marino. The Chicago Bears not being able to get a quarterback ever in their franchise history. And Green Bay just gets three of them back to back to back, like over like a what is it, forty year period. So it's kind of crazy to see that. But yeah, man, shout out to the, shout out to the Niners. Um, they escaped more so to me than they actually won. I can I can agree with that. I can agree. I don't think the 49ers really played that that great. Um after watching the game, I watched it with my, my dad and we we looked at each other and we we both agreed like Packers probably should have won that football game. Hey, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um I'm not going to harp too much on Jordan Love trying to make a play. The only thing I will harp on him for is Look, the, the, the inexperience kind of showed because one thing, even in youth football, high school, college, I know they've told the quarterback, never throw the ball across, cross body, cross field. 
typically you're given the ball hangs in the air too long. You're giving the defender time to make a play on it. And nine times out of ten, unless you're Patrick fucking Mahomes, it's a pick. My like, the safety usually gets it. Greenlaw just happened to be a bat out of hell and got, got the ball. Um, but the thing is, never roll right and then throw back left. Shit never works. It doesn't work in Madden. It doesn't work in real life. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes. But, um, yeah, that's the only thing I'm going to harp on him for. Um, though, I agree that like the, the future is bright for that org. But, Wayne and everybody, there's some question marks going into the year. I'm I mean, the ne- in, in the offseason. So, that team could look different. But I think they did enough to maybe sway some of these vets that are on the team that are going into a contract. You're like, 26-year-old vets, not like vet vets, going into their contract years to maybe stick through it because we do maybe have a – we do have a franchise quarterback. We're not going to draft another quarterback. This is our franchise guy. Played well. Let's run it back. Maybe we could do something. Like you said, NFC is weak. The NFC is the East back in the day. The AFC is the fucking West. Like, all the hard teams like and quarterbacks are in the West. I've been saying it. Before the year even started, all the quarterbacks that are, are worth a damn went to the AFC for some reason. So, I don't know. Packers, I do believe at the end of the day, did deserve it. But, you know, 49ers just seem to have a horseshoe up their ass. So, that's all I really got to say on that. I, I, I do believe it's going to be very rough for the 49ers, though. And I'm borderline... I'm not going to say it because they might ball the fuck out just because I say it. But Chase Young and Nick Bosa, trash right now. Trash. They're just hanging around. They are. Did you see Did you see the, the joke about him? They, they were somebody just going around in a circle doing this the whole time, saying this is yeah. Chase Young the last three seasons. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, what do you guys think about them? They've not they should be getting in the backfield. I think I think the Packers just had a great game plan, you know. A lot of play action to keep them off the hip. And then also, like, it's hard to really rush a passer coming from the former D lineman. Like what the way Aaron Jones was running the ball and how he was playing, like it, it's hard to, you know, he, the way the Packers came out, had a center on the, had a quarterback on the center a lot. Uh Jordan Love, honestly, bro, until that interception, bro, he like a vet out there. And then he just did some Brett Favre shit. He pissed me off. But yeah, hey, t- Titans, Titans just signed their new coach, Bengals offensive coordinator. Oh, shout out to shout out to the Titans, Brian Callahan. Uh, anybody? BL Layton, Jeff, welcome Joe. Welcome Joe. Welcome Joe. Um, can we talk about how the 49ers, Like, I want to touch on two things. One. The 49ers look like a completely different offense when Debo was out the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I didn't think – I mean, obviously, he's a captain. He's a very versatile player. I didn't think he was that big of a piece, but it, it looked like night and day compared to when he was in to when he's out. Um, instead, like uh, Wayne said, the Packers clearly did not trust their kicker. Um, special teams – it's the playoffs. Like, it's all three phases of football now. Like, special teams as you huge role in a lot of these games. We'll talk about it more, I'm sure, when we talk about the Bills. 
I say we gave up a huge return that could have cost us the game uh, down in Houston when we were playing Houston. Uh, so special teams is going to be pivotal. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more plays down the stretch that are going to practically decide who goes to the Super Bowl. So definitely keep an eye out for like stuff like that for sure. Smooth. Um, I thought it was a, you know, good game overall. Jordan Love played phenomenal to me uh, for, you know, his first time, you know, playing against a team like that. Um, I I am a little worried about the 49ers a little bit, mostly because, like Blaze said, Debo saying but did go down. I was going to put that on the document is how reliable is Debo. Um, he's been very um, back and forth this season as far as injuries are concerned. Um, but, you know, just the two mistakes by Jordan Love, as Wayne mentioned, you know, kind of cost him in the end. Um, but again, the rookie mistakes, um, I think overall he had a good season. But, you know, the more experienced team won here, Kyle Shanahan, uh, used his weapon at Christian McCaffrey, just running back in football, get him involved, definitely build him out. Um, but you know, that's what you resort to in games like this. Um, but you know, way closer than I thought, um, definitely applaud the Packers for the season that they had. Um, but you know, this is kind of my, the game that I want to see was Detroit and 49ers. So looking forward to this one. Joe. Talk to us, man. Uh, some of four nineers Packers. Yeah. Um, it was what I expected. Uh, close game. Uh, pretty much I thought that was gonna happen. Um, yeah, Debo going down was a factor, but we saw what it what led to the game winning drive for the four ers which was Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it's kind of hard to stop that guy. Um, you got some dump offs to him, um, some good runs by him, and it's just lead them to to to, to get that. But um, Jordan Love, man, I mean, that's what I expect from a guy from the, in his first year in the league. Uh, now I don't I expect him to go all the way, but I expect him to make it a game. But I also expect to see mistakes. Um, he made uh, a mistake at the end of the game that cost him the game, which was okay. Um, I, I think that's going to happen as a young quarterback. And for him to be in that position was already a win in itself. Uh, but you know, but for him to play against a top defense, um, we we do talk a lot about yeah, Debo was missing. Um, but we talked, but we praised that defense a lot this season. And I don't think we said it much how, how much Jordan Love looked good against that defense. Um, so I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm happy with what he did. Uh, and he's got a good future ahead of him. But 49ers going into the future, I don't, I'm not too worried about the 49ers defense. Um, but I'm sure we're going to get into that soon. But that's all I got. What I just want to hear, so Chubbs, you talking shit before because talk about me talking about Jordan Love, a future Hall of Famer. And when I said Jordan Love's a future Hall of Famer, I was speaking about the talent that I saw, and I knew that the positions that he was going to be in, he was going to be a future Hall of Famer. To say someone is a future Hall of Famer, 
I hate when you say that's too early because there are people when draft coming up, we say this guy has Hall of Fame talent. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday, right? And we, and we, just because me and Joey saw the vision early, you were insulted. You were upset. Chubbs, Jordan Love has solidified himself right now in the league as a top eight quarterback in the NFL. He's top eight in the league. And I just want you to know that. And it's going to be like that for a very, very long time. He's going to be a future Hall of Famer. He's going to be another Green Bay Packer that's going to put on a gold jacket in Canton. Wayne, before you you, you do your recap for the Clip it. And, and Green Bay, um, I, I do want to I, I do want to say this because uh, we were talking about this in the chat, and um, Chubbs was pretty much saying we're being illogical. We're not looking at the facts. We're not looking at certain things. Um, uh, my basis on calling Jordan Love a future Hall of Famer is because I've watched what Green Bay has done. And I said this before on the podcast. Uh, I've watched what Green Bay has done and how they transition quarterbacks. And what we saw with Aaron Rodgers was he sat behind Brett Favre, he learned, he watched, and he became who he became. For the Green Bay Packers know how to grow or or how can I say um groom, you know make these develop groom, groom develop groom develop quarterbacks and I said this on the pod before now the difference between Jordan Love and why I said it so early was that Brett Favre did not mentor Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers when Jordan Love came in even though he was upset they drafted him he still mentored Jordan Love and I saw that and when coming into, I was like, okay, he's about to leave, exit, and now it's Jordan Love to shine. And it's kind of hard for me to say he's not going to ball, right? But what I saw was like, man, if you're getting mentored by Aaron Rodgers, you watch him play, you watch him go through these, and you watch Aaron Rodgers win two MVPs. So when watching those seasons and getting groomed by Aaron Rodgers, like, man, he has it. And also, I watched him throw the ball. I watched his talent. So I was like, the only thing that's missing with quarterbacks that have the talent is this. So if you get that from Aaron Rodgers, which is the mind your brain, if you get that from Aaron Rodgers and how he sees the field, the 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 sky's the limit, man. So, but um, that's all I wanted to say, man, because you, I just wanted to bring logic behind it and a couple I, facts, and that's all. I, I understand, and I res- I, res- I respect I respect your take right there, and you're your opinion on it but the thing all i'm saying is with me this is my thing i need to see more before i i get that you guys have different takes from looking at it for instance a couple years ago we said another guy was future hall of famer he had two dud seasons and we're not talking about him being a future hall of famer no more who kaseki mike kaseki come on man it was my team i was don't say we don't say never had a season like Jordan Love just had. And let's be real. And let's be real. I also said Mike Gusecki will have a hall, he will be a future Hall of Famer if you put him back in the right position. He went to the Patriots. All I'm saying is he went to the Patriots. Right now, saying all hypotheticals. But to bring that back and say Mike Gusecki, it's not the same. It's really not the same. And all I'm also, saying is, but also it, it, it was my my team. I'm not saying Jordan Love is going to do this, but this is all possibilities. Jordan Love could have great seasons, but 
we're all, we're, but these are all ifs right now. If he doesn't, he has, if he has, if he struggles, we're going to revisit this topic. And it's fine. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Not, I, I, no, no, I, I already, I already spoke about this. So we can move on to the next game. Lions versus the Bucks. Detroit won the game 23 to 31. Detroit guys, talk to me. How are you guys feeling after this victory and them getting to the uh, NFC Championship? Oh, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. I, I predicted them to be very good, to be a very good team this year. I actually had had them in my bracket, my family bracket. I got them playing a certain team in the Super Bowl, but we're gonna get into that later. But I just think a lot of positive things we saw, um, especially for this matchup they're going into. Um, I think that I mean, per, the defense is hit or miss, but but they they, they play they play play hard, and they make plays. I like C.J. Gardner. He's he's just gritty and he's scrappy. He makes plays. It seems like in postseason, no matter no matter what the score is, he makes a play. He did it. For, he did it for the previous teams. He was one with the Eagles and and on. He was a in the Saints. I just think this team can make some noise and make the Super Bowl if they just have the same production from their running backs because their running game opens up that passing game. We said it time and time again, and that's what you got. You say that's why you guys call golf a manager. It's just the system golf's meant to be in. He kills in the play action game. He needs a running game to kill in that play action. And we can't we can't harp on him hitting the wide open passes because the reason why they're effective is because Jameer Gibbs and Dave Montgomery and 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 uh Craig Reynolds are are getting yards per, like, after contact in like more than four or five yards. They're just they run hard as shit. And the offensive line is top 10, if not top five. So that's going to co- co- coincide, uh, go head to head with that 49ers defense. I'm very impressed with what I watched. Defensively, it could have been better. But offensively, that offense has the tools to beat the 49ers, especially what I watched with the 49ers versus, versus the Packers, because we all agreed the Packers probably should have won that game. So Detroit's legit. Detroit is legit. Um, I don't think this game def- like tells too much about Detroit. I think that uh, they was kind of legit before this game. Um, I think their defense played better than I thought that they would play against this team. Uh, gonna, for the most part, seventeen points, and they gave it that last touchdown um, towards the end. But um, I think for the Lions, the offense moved the ball very, very well. Like Chris just explained. Um, Jared Goff was fun and he threw the ball 50 times. That's a lot. Um, but at the same time, he was also running the ball. Um, but yeah, he was finding his targets, putting the ball, you know, where his receivers could catch it. No, no turnovers. Took care of the ball, punted on like three, I think only three or four drives the entire game. Time of possession was up. Um, I just think Detroit as a team was doing all the all the things that they've been doing for the past uh, 
last few weeks or last six weeks. Um, I just think they're in their their uh, mode. Um, like I said, I think they've been legit for a while, um, and they're just riding that wave. Uh, but yeah, as a team, have have grown since last year, and you know we're supposed to see them. I think the, this this game against the Forty ers is really going to tell more, more than uh, anything that they've faced throughout the whole season. Um, I do have them winning, but uh, yeah, that's that's just that's just me. I'm not going to knock anybody who don't who don't believe in them. <laughs> uh. Shout out to the Lions for winning this game. Shout out to y'all. Uh, Baker played well, but, you know, had some interceptions. That interception in the game was just crazy. Uh, I don't know why he did that. That was just wild to me. Uh, the first interception wasn't his fault. Mike Evans got to catch that. Uh, that's why when CJ Gardner Johnson was like, he said, I don't watch film, but I caught a pick. I was like, bro, it was a tip pass. He was open. He <laughs> dropped it. Uh, you got a pick. Shout out to you, though. Uh, now, nah, the, the thing that impressed me more than anything was also the Lions defensive line. I shit on Aiden Hutchinson at the beginning of the year. He's been proving me wrong. He's been proving me wrong, especially in this playoffs. So, shout out to him. Uh, playing well. Happy for the city of Detroit to get to the NFC Championship. Uh, all the weapons playing, playing really well. Amaral St. Brown is top five. Ugh. Definitely top five, top five. Uh, Gibbs, Montgomery, playing well. Penny Sewell playing well. I hope Frank is good. I know he finished the game, but you know he feels some shit after the game. But he should be good. They did lose a lineman there as well. And they were able to, for the most part, control this uh this D line, this the front four that the the Bucks had, in my opinion. The Bucks front four is very pretty pretty impressive. So they they did a good job handling them. Um, uh, Ryan Neal, you should uh just make sure you walk home after you got shook by that third string tight end and who did a move that I could have done. I didn't realize it was that easy to shake you. Uh, that was crazy. Uh, but not nah, shout out to the Lions. Shout out to Jared Goff playing a pretty, pretty clean game. His offensive line has been an amazing job keeping him protected. Um, when he's protected, he plays phenomenal. You know, when he's protected, he's played phenomenal. That's always been a thing with him. When he's protected, he's phenomenal. When he's under pressure, he's been iffy. Uh, but so far, he's been being highly protected and you know, he's been killing teams for, you know, not getting there to him. So, shout out. Shout out to the Lions. Great win. Uh, the Bucks. honestly, it was kind of crazy to me. Like, just the middle of the field was just always open. I, I, did, I didn't get it. It was, it was just all, all, always open. Anytime somebody in the Detroit caught the ball in the middle of the field, they, nobody's within three yards of them. I don't know what the game plan was, but all that blitz and shit did not work this game. Uh, I tell you that. So, shout out, shout out to that. But more importantly, shout out Aaron Glenn, man. These second half adjustments he's been making in these past two games has been very, very impressive. The whole team's off. So, that was a good game, man. We had some really, really good games this 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 weekend, man. This was another good one. Uh, so yeah. Layton Joe, and you want to go? Yeah. Um. Yeah, like you said, touching on Aaron Glenn, he um. He had, his, he had that defense playing way better than I had anticipated. Uh, I thought that like that was Chris Godwin were going to present challenges. Kate Otten had stepped up the past couple weeks, too. He's been playing really well. Um, I thought they were going to present more of a challenge, but 
like you said, their pass rush and they expected well on the back end. Um, Dan Campbell, uh, I like him as a coach. Um, he kind of, you know, their whole thing is grit. I think he definitely is like riding that wave. Like they just are a gritty team. They're not going to go away. They play a full 60 minutes. Um, and that's going to be a tough team to beat in the playoffs. And I kind of have them winning that too. Um, so yeah, it was a good win by Detroit. Um, that's all I got. Muted. We can't hear you. You muted, Joe. Just that was just a great game. Um, in general, uh, it was just a great game to watch. Great game to see. Even even if you're a Lions, uh, even if you're a Buccaneers fan, um, yeah, it sucks. Baker throwing that interception in the game. Um, seems like that was like the theme for last week. Uh, but it, I, I do want to praise the Lions. Lions for making it this far, getting this far. I love Dan Campbell as a he's, he's a great coach. One of the things that do worry me about the Lions. Well, actually, let me get get into the game. But the Lions, um, they had a great game. They had a great game plan, stuck to it, um, and they knew the weakest part of the Buccaneers' defense was the linebackers, and they attacked the linebackers all game. Reason why Sam Laporta had most of the targets that game so um and why he had also the most receptions uh so he, there he was eating he was eating um so was st brown the running game was working uh well as well um and shout jared goff making the throws that you need to make uh some and sometimes the pressure was there and he still sat in the pocket made the throw and it happened he threw some very nice passes precision passes as well but one of the things that worried me about the um the Lions is that, you know, throughout the season, one of the biggest things that I said is that, and this was a thing that no one said about them, really, and that they said about the Dallas Cowboys, that they said about the Miami Dolphins, when they play these high or really great teams that we see right now in the playoffs, they don't play so well. Um, they did lose to the Cowboys. They did get killed by the Ravens. Um, so when we watch them probably going against the 49ers, I wonder how they would play versus that team. Because when you look at the, the the people that they played and who they beat, it's not that really impressive, right? But they made it. They made it. They're here. And all you had to do was beat Buccaneers. And what was the other team in the first round? Uh, they played the Rams. The Rams. The Buccaneers and the Rams. So, again, I'm looking at those teams. They just got into the playoffs, nine and eight, nine and eight. So I, I do want to see them play a better team. And, and, and it's in the NFC Championship, which is the 49ers. They have a better better defense than most than that, that they run into this, this season. And um, they're going versus a better offense than most that they have run into this season. So, uh, and the teams that they have run against that had a great offense, they lost. So um, I don't have them winning. Uh, it's kind of hard for me to say because again, wait, I haven't wait, wait, seen wait. much. Save, save the prediction. Save the prediction. We, we could we could talk about it though. We we'll talk about it later. But um, but that's that's what I got for them. But they had a great game, man. Great game. That's how you won a game. Dan Campbell is probably the best situational coach that I've seen in a while. He's aggressive, and that plays off a lot. But he he makes the right decisions though. Sometimes he knows when to punt it. He knows when to go for it, and he he's, he's just. 
every decision he's made so far has benefited the Lions. So and he's the perfect every for that Cowboys call. He's the perfect fit for that city too. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Except for that Cowboys call. Why you gotta say it like that? Because they lost. So they lost. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right, man. Let's get let's go ahead and get to the final game of the day yesterday. Chiefs versus Bills, man. How are we feeling about that game yesterday? Anybody can start. I personally loved watching the game. It was very exciting. Um being a, and I'm gonna get into my my be an old head, I guess, for the younger crowd. But being a coach, I would want my kids that I coach to watch that game, like the battle between Mahomes, Allen. It was like, like how we watched Brett Favre, you know, the battle. Ben Roethlisberger battles, like Carson. I mean, Carson Palmer, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, like. Battles between these quarterbacks that were like good Phillip Rivers, Drew Brees, you know, the QB battles we grew up on in the playoffs and like that were good ass games. That was what this was. We knew it was going to be exciting. You knew that whoever was going to get the ball last was probably going to win the game. Which didn't have to be the case. Which which didn't have to be the case, but it, it was moving towards that. Um, I, I, I thought it was a great game. As a football fan, um, I do believe both teams could have done things differently to either make the score greater or make the outcome different. Um, both teams made mistakes, but let's just play all football. And both teams capitalized off mistakes, except for one. But, uh, yeah, um, I personally thought the Bills, if they made that field goal, I, I thought they probably would have pulled it off in the overtime or some crazy shit would have happened, like them score and then the Chiefs score and then get a two-point, then them lose off, off of their rule because, you know, they made a whole new rule. I thought it was going to be fixed like that way. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to go overtime. Listen, never mind, go ahead. Go ahead. But, but Travis Kelsey and Patty, congratulations. Y'all broke the record for the, the duo with the tight end or receiver. And quarterback duo, whatever they that it is, I think they passed Joe Montana and, and Rice and uh, Gronk and Brady. Yeah. So, so congratulations, you guys are now officially the greatest duo in postseason history. Um, well, well, it's I mean it is it was postseason award, Wayne. So like our postseason record, so postseason history. Um, but y'all gonna get that ass whooped next week, so. Uh, anybody else want to go? Um, hello, one thing, Miko Hartman, pack your bags, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that his numbers are insanely ridiculous. Um, yeah, no, nah, man, this game very much disappointed me. Um, before the playoffs started, I had the Chiefs either not making it, um. 
And if they did, I said they would lose first round or win the Super Bowl. And here they are on their way to win the Super Bowl. Um, I think, like I said, the Bills was the team to beat them. Bills did a lot of things right yesterday, but they also did a lot of things wrong. Um, missed opportunities across the board. I'm not going to blame one person um, on this loss at all. Um, Josh Allen missed some plays. Stephon Diggs missed some plays. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just something that we've seen year after year when it comes to this Chiefs-Bills matchup. Chiefs has won the last three, or yeah, the last three meetings in the playoffs. Um, and I just think it's coming down to just being outcoached. Um, you can't say, I, I, I would say, you know, not having linebackers for the Bills kind of hurt them. But that's not, you know, for them to be in the game, that's not an excuse. Um, you know, you know what you're going to get from Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Why is Travis Kelsey wide open in the middle of the field, walking in the end zone for a touchdown? That's that's unacceptable. Um, you know, he's their best player. Um, Bills made a lot of mistakes. Like I said, they didn't capitalize on a lot, a lot of opportunities. They ran the ball right down the Chiefs' throat all game, something that, you know, they was doing all game. So it's not like, they can't compete with the, with these guys. I just don't understand, you know, them capitalizing. Um, you might say Dave need to get more involved, but you know he was kind of being covered by two two receivers, uh, two uh, corners, two two of the best defensive backs from time to time. Wasn't the whole game. Again, he dropped a, a, a deep pass, but you know, not having Gabe Davis. At the end of the day, um, I know I'm speaking a lot. It's just a lot of a lot of about this game irritated me. But I know all the credit is going to go to Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. What else um, about this game irritated? I want you to get all your irritations out, man. I mean, it, it is irritating me because I just know that, you know, you get you if you allow the Chiefs to stay in the game, you allow the Chiefs to hang around, they're going to do exactly what they did. And, again, I don't, I don't think that it had to come down to the last possession. I don't think it had to come down to a field goal. There were multiple um, – times in which the, the, the Bills could have, you know, scored, in my opinion. Um, you know, but that's just me. That's just my thought process behind it. But and you can't blame it on anything else than Patrick Mahomes capitalizing on the opportunity, you know, unlike Josh Allen, because like I said, their defense wasn't doing too too much, to, you know, that was impressive. They were not stopping a run. When it came to the pass, you know, they weren't really defending that as well either. So, again, they were just outplayed, outcoached. Josh Mahomes did his thing. And, again, Ravens are my only hope, but I doubt that's going to happen. But I'll save my prediction for that too. So. Thank you, my head, D.L. I'm sorry, man. You know, I'll be rooting for y'all. That shit is just like that. everybody's <laughs> saying that. Like, the, you know, Ravens have the best fucking record in the NFL. It don't mean it's like, no it, it used to make it sound like we have no hope. <laughs> Playing Joe. Crazy. I'm gonna get into it though. Yeah. Uh shout out to the Chiefs. I hate to say it, you know, because they know what's coming next week, but shout out to them. Six straight AFC championship game in six years since my been there is insane. He's reaching like that's like LeBron levels type shit. Uh crazy. Um uh, I, I felt the Bills, uh, they they had a good team, but they also dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, I believe Matt Milano's a top five linebacker in the league. Um, and 
they needed him big time for this type of matchup because yeah. it was exactly exploit the injuries that the Bills had, which were the linebackers. And they had a couple of D linemen injured as well. Um, and they got exposed, really. Um, but, you know, it's playoffs. Everybody is injured. A lot of people are banged up. Um, and realistically, with oh, it still would have been a battle. But what I'm saying is, like, was against Mahomes. Um, I am very disappointed in Stephon Diggs. I believe in the playoffs, like your biggest stars, this is where you're supposed to shine the brightest. He did not go up at all. And he could say, but that's neither here nor there. Um, he needed to recap one yards is that's not going to get it done. You can point fingers, you can blame what you want, but he dropped a big time pass that could have Change the game, um, but I uh, credit to the Chiefs. But um, we got some for them next week, so I'm not really stressed. Wasn't impressed, really. All right, all right. Um, I I'm surprised nobody said anything about Josh Allen play in the fourth quarter. Uh, but so uh, we know what we was gonna expect, man. We've seen this. Every time they play, it's pretty much a close game, comes down to the wire, either a field goal or overtime. Um, but what what made the differences between, like for me, it wasn't the Sherfield drop. It wasn't the Diggs drop. It was the lack of, how can I say this? The lack of awareness for me from Josh Allen. That 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 was it for me because he takes two big shots at the end of the game to go into the end zone. I watched that play probably three or four times. Both of those plays. He had an underneath route that would have gave him that. Oh, excuse me, give me a second. Right, I can talk. The underneath route, Joey's probably talking about Stefan Diggs, where everybody say, oh, the Sherfield thing was a good throw. Why? If you're worried about Mahomes scoring because he's been dealing your offense all game, why would you try to score fast? And I get it, you want to score, but why try to score fast so you can waste more time off the clock? Get the digs, make him make some work, something work with with the uh, with the thing. I didn't but think also, that hurt them though. Sorry, sorry, my my food was here. You think um, that you think you think they should have they should have they should have killed clock towards the end? Or yeah. I thought that that actually hurt them. Yeah, that, like hurt their like their their um like rhythm. No, they, yeah. had, they, had, they had a whole two minutes. I, I know, but they were, they were running the ball closer. instead of trying to, like... But that would have put them closer for a field goal, too. That was, yes, that was, that's that what was I'm the... saying. I think they, they hurt, they, that hurt them. Well, they no. Running my, the Because they weren't running it effectively at that point. My, my, they were trying. I'm kind of I'm kind of guy you guys brought up milking the clock. Um, Josh Allen had time, and he could have milked the clock a lot more, mm -hmm. but he didn't. Uh, he, he took shots in the end zone. When he didn't have to, you're forty down. You're forty yards away from the end zone. You, you you just need a field goal to tie the game or a touchdown to win the game. He had two underneath routes, both of those plays wide open in the middle of the field. He missed those guys. He and he he runs around and he throws the ball in the end zone, and the ball is inaccurate. One of the balls he was sitting in he the pocket. Nope, stop it. When he was in, he was sitting in the pocket, 
He did not get hit on that one in the middle of the field when he ran. Well, the he post. didn't step. He didn't get to step through. He was throwing flat footed, bro. The claim, the claim, Who fault is that? The, that and, is, and the lineman that, was right, right there. Bro, in his fucking all he had to do was move to the side. He just had to move to the side. So that's that Lack of awareness. My, my, my question is, my question is, who fault is that? You I have mean, to be yeah, aware, aware of the yes, down I agree. I agree. situation and what you're doing. And when it comes down to it, we saw Josh Allen playing like Lamar yesterday. The man was running for his life. And yes, it was great. He was scoring touchdowns. He was doing what he had to do. But when they asked him to throw the ball in this game time situation, he fell short. And it, it, yeah, I understand you probably could have won a game maybe two or three drives ago. But when you're in the situation, you need to play from your quarterback. He has to make it happen. And I'm tired of us giving Josh Allen passes. We I ain't giving him no giving pass. Him. I ain't giving him no I mean, pass. He's old. He's old. We we have to stop giving him passes, man. Because right now we we put him. That's why we were talking about elite quarterbacks. I didn't have him as my elite quarterback for me. He's not. I was gonna because start. My, go, my go. elite quarterbacks don't do that. I was gonna start the podcast, and I was gonna say this at some point, but I'm happy you bring it up. We're gonna be talking next year about Josh Allen not being a top five quarterback in the AFC in a couple of years. Him not being top five in his own conference in a couple of years. Not, not a couple years. I'm telling you, at some point next year, we're gonna say he's not top five. We're gonna say Mahomes is better than him. We're gonna say, we're gonna say Burrow's better than him. Next year, we're gonna say Aaron Rodgers is better than him. We're gonna say C.J. Stroud's better than him. You're so disrespectful. All those names. And quite, You're gonna say Lawrence. I'm, I'm, I'm going for Lamar. We're gonna say Lamar's oh. better than him. And then possibly we're gonna say Lawrence may be better than him. No. Herbert may be better than him. Yeah. Stephon Diggs will not be back on that team next year. They, they are $47 million above the cap, and That's they have 20 true. free agents they have to sign. They don't have it. Yeah, no, I don't I don't, I don't think gonna, he'll be back too. He, I, I don't believe he'll be back, but I don't like He's going to look like the Josh Allen we've seen before, Diggs, and trust me, we don't want to see that. And he was not top five. I don't even know if he was 10. We're not gonna. So yeah, we're, not, we're, not. we're gonna have conversations about him not being top five in the AFC next year. Those other conversations are going to happen about Josh Allen. Which names are you refuting? Are you refuting Burrow? Are you refuting Mahomes? I am. I am. I'm not. Refuting, I'm not refuting uh, Burrow, or I'm not refuting obviously Mahomes and Lamar. I might refute Trevor because Trevor was was not the prince that was promised this year. Been, I think he's Herbert. Herbert. Herbert has come short, come up short. Trevor Lawrence has come up short lately. These quarterbacks are not going to perform. Sorry, that happens often. But yeah, so yeah. I thought that was me. I was tripping. Right? You know, my ads. Yeah, well, let, let's pump the brakes a little bit. He, he his performance is very un, not underwhelming. We expect a lot more from Josh Allen, but even with this, you know, the sixteen completions behind the line of scrimmage. Diggs has to perform way better than what he has been performing. In the Thank you, and I'm going to get to that in the last three but, playoffs. But in the same breath, and that's not to say the same. In the same breath, we can see why. We no, can we're literally see excuses. why. We are making excuses Late, for Stephon Diggs and Josh it. Allen. All right. So before we even get into this stupid argument that you're going to sit up here, is Stephon Diggs still a top talent in the league? Top what talent in the league? Yes or no? He the receivers five. have players have bad. 
Players have bad years. Hey, Josh Allen. No, 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 D.O. He's been to three playoffs and hasn't scored a touchdown. Hey, We're not hey, Josh doing Allen's that. Still ahead of, hey, Josh Allen's still ahead of Jalen Hurts. I'm talking about playoffs. I'm talking about as a receiver. I'm talking, I'm talking about, about playoffs. Like Lincoln said. Like Lincoln said. Now, Lincoln now, said now, when the playoffs come, so now we expect. There's no receivers in the playoff games now? Yeah, you go three playoffs without scoring a touchdown, bro. That's on you. I'm sorry. No, sorry. That's on my quarterback who can't who can't throw the ball. Gabe Davis had four touchdowns in one game. So what you talk? What you telling me? That's because Gabe Davis was getting open. I'm just okay. And he was getting double teamed, so I'll leave you to that. But yesterday he got strapped. We're not doing that. I said for the past. I said for he was bro. It was one play where both Sneed and McDuffie were covering him. Like what we talking about? Like they were following him. Should he be performing better? Yes, I've said that for the past six weeks, five weeks, whatever. I'm saying but, for the past three years in the playoffs, he had zero touchdowns. So let me ask. Oh, so, so let me ask you because Dio, we talk about top five talent. When top five talent go versus uh, top ten talent at DB, they still ball. Yeah, and they, so 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 they're gonna be cooking Ramsey whenever they whatever they ball. Whenever they I just told you in the last two, three playoff seasons, he ain't scored a touchdown. Bro, we're not talking about play. We keep on bringing up this. Because, because that's what matters the most, D.L. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Wayne. Let's not even talk about playoffs. Let's, 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 let's talk about the last run, the run that the Bills had. They won the last five of their six games. Do you know how relevant Stephon Diggs was in those last six games? Not very, because they've been running the ball a lot more, Joey. That's that James Cook has been a lot so, more involved in their offense. So because... and what happened, DL? What happened? Why they start running the ball? Because their passing game wasn't working well. Stephon Diggs wasn't having a good season before Josh Allen has been turning the ball over because the decision making sucks. That's why. Josh Allen has 30-something turnovers, 20-something turnovers this year. Like, that's ridiculous. So, is that Dick's fault as well? I mean, I'm not going to say that he's – like, you're not going to sit up here and tell me he's getting strapped every single round he runs. That, that makes no sense. No receiver gets strapped every single round. But that's what I make it seem like. Like, that's – like, I get it. He's not playing like Diggs has been playing over the past years, but come on, bro. You're still taking playoffs, I'm just saying he's a ghost when it comes to big games and playoffs. He maybe can't play in the cold. He only plays good against Dolphins. That's what every time I see him, he, when he played against Dolphins, that's when he won. That drop was inexcusable. <laughs> that drop was inexcusable. But Josh Allen, I want to talk about this tailback. He's top top seven talent, DL. Top seven. This tailback. He threw the, <laughs> if you throw the ball 39 times and you don't throw for over 200 yards, that's disgusting. We're going to have some context in it because he could have had over 200 yards if guys caught the ball. But I ain't going to be too, too nasty. But 16 of his completions last night were behind the line of scrimmage. But 16 for 16. He went 10 of 21 beyond the line of scrimmage for 95 yards and one touchdown. Two of those completions were past the stick. So, I mean, there are two completions past 10 yards. When you have a rocket arm like that, when your arm talent is like that, that's why everybody knows he had a guy in his lap. When we claim, we talk about how Josh Allen has the strongest arm in the league. He should be able to make that throw. But more importantly, he should have the awareness to know what he needs to do in order to make that throw. So, I'm not, Josh Allen is a loser. He's a Phillip Rivers of this generation. And I'm telling you guys this right now. Josh Allen will never win a Super Bowl. He will never, I said this last year, I'm going to say it again. 
He will never win a Super Bowl because the guys ahead of him are better than him. And next year, we're going to have these conversations about him not being a top five quarterback in the AFC Conference. Stamp it. You heard it here first. January 22nd, 8.36 p.m. Wayne knows. That's all I'm going to say, man. This guy is overrated. He's Philip Rivers of the generation. And I don't expect anything from him at all. Try to say he's Big Ben. The disrespect. That's my Super Bowl. He will be Big Ben. He'll be Eli. Argue Hall of Famer, man. Argue. All right, now we're going to say that. Eli better be Ben. All right. Eli Hall of Fame. No, he said he's better than Ben. That's what Dio said. Oh, no. Big Ben's not. uh, Eli's not better than Big Ben. Go twice. He's not, he's not better than Big Man. Right. Let's go ahead and get to these predictions, man. The first game we got up, Lions 49ers. Fellas, I want you to tell me who you got, reason why, and one key to the game. Uh, I'll start. I got Lions. I've already kind of stated it. Um, wasn't really impressed with what I saw out of 49ers, um, especially that defense. Majority of them guys did play that last week um, before the season ended. All but a few of them, majority of the defense was out there, so they have no excuse um, for for having poor performance. Maybe Brock Purdy does and CMC because they sat, but they but they played pretty well except for Purdy didn't really impress me. Um, I think the Lions are going to get this one. I I think the Lions are hot. I I think the 49ers are really going to sleep on them. Um, and the key is there is the running game. Like I keep saying, if they can run the football. Which I mean, they can run the football with that offensive line against that defensive line. I, I'm stamping it right now. Lions are going to win this football game off off of their scheme. Run the ball to open up the passing game. I, I really believe it's going to be a Lions NFC Championship win. I got four nines. I don't trust the Lions. It's more I don't trust the Lions more uh, than the 49ers. I don't trust the Lions playing a really good team like that. Uh, 49ers are probably the most complete team um, that we've uh, seen in a while. So uh, I think they're – it's very – there's not much room for error with the 49ers, and I think the Lions – Anytime they play it, like I said, a high caliber team like them, it doesn't go well for them. It's either going to be a close game or it's a blowout and a close game that they lose. So it's more of I don't really trust. I don't think I'm not going to say trust. I don't think the Lions have all the pieces to beat the 49ers. So I'm going to leave it at that. Move. Um, I'm going to go with the Lions. I got Detroit. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, hard fall game. Um, the key to, for me, the key to the game is definitely going to be um, Lions defense playing up to the competition, um, stopping Christian McCaffrey. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, you know, obviously their DB, uh, the Lions DBs isn't the best thing on paper, but uh, they've been showing their ability to keep them in uh, keep them in games. Brian Branch playing very well for them at slot corner, um, so I think he'll be able to shadow. Let Debo play him, um, keep you know, hold him to X amount of yards. But uh, 
I'm just not confident in Brock Purdy. Um, again, he has all the pieces, I think, but Brock Purdy. I think Jared Goff and his offense uh, will do it just enough to get this um, get this win or had a one up on the defense. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a very close game. I got a Detroit one in 24-21. Layton, talk to us, man. Talk to us. Well, I know earlier I said I was feeling the Lions, but uh, I think I'm going to renege on that. I, I think I'm – I think I'm leaning 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to pull through. Um, I think that uh, I, I think I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have a big game. Honestly, um, I'm not really the biggest fan of Brock Purdy, but I am a fan of Christian McCaffrey. He's probably going to be the offensive player of the year. Um, he hasn't been stopped really all season. I don't really see him being stopped now. Uh, I probably take 49ers in a close one 28-24. Yeah, and, and that's the thing for me, man. I got the 49ers winning this game simply because the last time the Lions played any teams that could run the ball, they lost. Played the Ravens, they lost. They played the Packers, they lost. They're not going to be able to start C-Mac. All these teams that they played so far in the playoffs were more passing teams versus running teams. And just and I don't think they'll be able to slow them down. The one thing that the Packers the the Niners do have some going for them is they have somebody to slow down Sam Laporta. Who's been dominating teams linebackers. With Green between Greenlaw and and, and Warner. We all cheated, by the way. Said he was mixed in the one in black draft, and he's actually Spanish and black. So he should have been on our team. I digress. I'll talk about that a little later. Um, but yeah, they'll be able to stop them. And like Layton said, man, they're not going to be able to stop Seaman. I think this run game is going to go. And then once this run game gets going, play action is going to be in the path, in the path, and they'll be able to do what they need to do in order to win the game. So yeah, I got I got the Niners winning this game. It's going to be a good one though. But I do got the Niners one in this game. It's going to be a 10-point game. It's going to be 20 to 30, 11-point game, 20 to 31. I got I got the I got the 49ers. All right. Let's go ahead and get to the next game, fellas. AFC Championship, which I think we can all say. Game of the week. Definitely the game of the week. The game that probably everyone's going to be looking forward to. Yeah, the Trappers versus the Swifties. Um, go ahead, man. Tell me why the Ravens are going to win this game, Chubb. Strictly because they're just the better football team. I mean, they've shown it all year that they they're the best football team in the league. Offensive game, they they. I'm pretty sure. I don't I don't know the real stat. But they've been scoring like what thirty plus points consecutively for the last how many weeks? Besides, obviously they didn't score the last week because Huntley was starting. But they've been putting up points per game like no other, highly efficient, and that defense has been historic. I I really believe that we have all the pieces 
this year. It's like it's it's the Ravens' year, and not discrediting anything. It's going to be a tough game. It's it's going to be a battle between Lamar and Patty. I really believe it, but I just believe that the Ravens' defense are are going to get more stops than the Chiefs' defense. I really believe that Lamar's taking this game and this playoff run and this year very super personal and he's like ultra focused like i like for instance we talked about the game this week when have we ever heard lamar jackson step up and address the whole team cursing like getting in their ass about something like the media found out about it we've never heard that and i'm just gonna make one point people talk about that 2021 victory that we had they had tyree kill on that chiefs team they had a pretty good defense on that Chiefs team. I'm pretty sure that was still the Super Bowl team right there. They had a more prime. I mean, Travis Kelsey still prime, still best tight end, but of a younger Travis Kelsey. And they lost that game because of a lucky fumble recovery. But look at the Ravens roster. Running backs were Tyson Williams. De- Devontae Freeman. J.K. was hurt. Gus was banged up. Justin was banged up. We had Sammy Watkins in our receiving core. We didn't have Roquan Smith. We didn't have Kyle Hamilton. We had we had Marcus Peters, who was he's either getting a pick or he's not. We had Marlon Humphrey, who was playing better, but Marlon's Marlon's hit or miss right now. We didn't have Marcus Williams. We didn't have Patrick Queen playing the way he's playing right now. We didn't have Justin Matawike with the 13 sacks. We didn't have Jadavion Clowney. We didn't have Calvin Noor, who's having a career year, getting sacks. It's a totally different team. I just think they're going to come out on top strictly off. It's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be uh, – I'm going to go 31-27. Ravens. I think it's going to be high scoring. You got, I mean, I don't. Think they're going to keep Patty out the end zone. I know it's historic defense. Get, I get it. I mean, they are really good. I have high on them, but they're not going to uh, put the, the offense to three points like they did the previous week. So I, I don't believe. I don't believe it. Now, I don't trust your receivers over on the other end. I know they've been playing really well. It's all going to be matchups, Wayne. Kyle Hamilton's probably going to be on Travis Kelsey. Our corners have been playing highly efficient. I'm confident with whoever they're they're going up against. If Stevens is, and Darby are on Rasheed Rice, cool. I'm cool with that. I don't think you're going to do shit on the offense on the running game. I'm going to say that shit right now. I think Roquan and Patrick Queen are going to punch as Pacheco in the mouth, like they have every running back they've lost except for McCaffrey. So. It's gonna be close though. It's gonna be close. That's all I got. Ravens on top, obviously. Slayton, tell me why the Ravens are going to win. Uh for a lot of the things my boy Chubb just said. I mean, you see it, man. Like this is you you know, we this is our first time we've had an AFC championship in Baltimore. Like chances like this don't come around often, like. It's the perfect time. Patrick Mahomes is obviously the best in the league. 
at right now, this is our time. Like we, somebody has to slay the dragon. This is our chance to do it. I think we have been locked in in a whole different mindset since week one. Um, every press conference I've seen, no matter what, win or lose, we locked in. Folk taking it week by week, not just focus on the Super Bowl, but week by week, just game at a time, just locked in. Um, Roquan Smith, we did not have him in 2019. We didn't have him in 20. Uh, yeah, we didn't have him in 2021. But he is a difference maker. Um, having him and Lamar for the next five years is is something that Ravens fans should feel generational. I say we should feel very good about that. Um, our our championship window can be open for a long time, but I'm not gonna say things like that until we take down Mahomes. He's the I say he's been there six straight years. We got to get it. So. I just think this is the year. We we have to do it. Oh, and Mark Andrews is going to play. Joey, so smooth. I'm going to go. Um, said this is the year for Lamar to go to the Super Bowl. I hope he does. I really do. Um. My pick is the Ravens. We're going with the Ravens. Only um, another reason I'm going with the Ravens is after watching the Bills in Kansas City game. Kansas City had a hard time stopping the run until the fourth quarter. Uh, fourth quarter, they didn't run the ball as much for the Bills, which they probably should have. But and they did have a hard time stopping the run, and we all know that's the biggest strength of the Ravens. They can run the football. Um, I said this in the beginning of the year when um I believe when the the Ravens lost to the Steelers, and I said the Ravens are trying to do something they don't normally do in the red zone is throw the ball, and I think once they switch to running the ball more in the red zone that's when we start to see the Ravens pick up traction. They start to big pick up momentum, and they start balling out throughout the season. Their defense has been phenomenal all season. So I think Patty's going to have a hard time there. They match up very well, very well against that Kansas City offense um, with the DBs they have and the linebackers. So – uh, I think Patty is going to have a hard time finding open people. I don't think he's going to have a hard time with the pass rush. It doesn't matter how many people you send at Patty. He will dance around you and he will get around you. But I think he's going to have a hard time finding open people down the field. Uh, and, and that's going to be one of the struggles he might have. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think the Ravens do come out on top and Lamar makes – his first trip to the Super Bowl. Um, there would be nothing more that I want to see before Patrick Mahomes to not make it to another Super Bowl. Right now. Um, but with that being said, I don't think that this is the year for that to not happen. Um, I think the Chiefs are hot. I think um, 
you know, this is what we're used to seeing as far as, uh, you know, them just being in this situation every single year and coming out on top, basically. I mean, I know that it may seem it's a little bit different because it's the Ravens and on paper, the Ravens are good all season. The Ravens have been good. I think that this will be a very good game. It might come down to the last play, um, last possession, whatever the case may be. But again, I just think that this is a Kansas, Kansas City team that's experienced. Um, you got two great head coaches going at it as well. It's going to be a chess match in that from that perspective. Um, but everything is just telling me that Kansas City going to pull this one off. I will say, though, I want the Ravens to win. I do want the Ravens to win. So this is not a pick against the Ravens. Um, I think, again, if, if um, they're able to pull this one off, the Ravens, that is, the Mars Foxes status of uh, you know one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time um but you know he gotta he gotta beat patty first and i just think that that's that's just it it's patrick mahomes and travis kelsey um but you know we'll see we'll see how it goes again y'all look good on paper your defense is good been playing very well um but again you know they've been there before <laughs> You're muted. I think we all know where, where I'm going with it. I got the Chiefs, obviously. Um, I do disagree where you guys say that I don't. You guys don't think the Chiefs is going to be able to run. I do think the Chiefs are going to be able to run because of how they're going to scheme it up, not because how they're going to bully. Because what they did versus Buffalo was very beautiful with how they schemed up their runs. And what they did to scheme it up. They weren't really bullying Buffalo. They were just scheming up great run plays. I think that's going to be a reason why they'll be able to win this game. Secondly, the biggest matchup in this game, Chubbs kind of said it, Kyle Hamilton versus Travis Kelsey. What can happen with that matchup? But I don't think it's going to be a one-on-one thing. I think it's going to be a, t- a trio of what Kyle Hamilton, Patrick Queen, and Roquan can do to Travis Kelsey. Because I think you're going to see a lot of double coverages. Kyle on top, one of those two underneath to figure out what's going to go on. So what's going to win the game for the Chiefs are going to be two people. And it's going to be crazy to say this. Um, I think MVS is going to be the reason why the Chiefs win this game. Then there's going to be a lot of attention on Rice and the coverage of Kelsey. The MVS is going to make a big catch in this game like he did this past week. That's going to help the Chiefs win this game. This game is going to be a nail-biter. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the end. And I think the reason why the Chiefs win this game is because I think Patrick Patrick Mahomes will score with time left to leave for Lamar, but Baltimore will fail simply because I believe the one thing the Chiefs do have working in their favor that a lot of teams that Baltimore didn't face is the pass rush from inside between the A and B gap with Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones is going to have a big impact on this game when it does come to that. And more importantly, I think the Chiefs are not going to let him scramble as much. You saw it with Josh Allen scramble a lot in the first half. But in the second half, they put the spy on. Steve Spagnola mixed up some blitzes, put a spy on, on Josh Allen to kind of mitigate him and make him double think. And I think it's gonna there's going to be moments in the game where the Chiefs are going to make Lamar double think. And it's going to lead to not a, like, not a turnover, but uh, a punt. And... You can't punt the ball so many times versus the Chiefs. 
And that's the reason why the Chiefs beat the Bills because the Chiefs punted late in the game while the Bills punted in the in the second half, early in the second half. And when they punted, the Chiefs made them pay. So, and when the Chiefs did punt, they punted them and pinned them back. They were still able to move the ball, but they pinned them back. While when Buffalo punted, Chiefs still had good and favorable field position. This Chiefs defense is a lot better than a lot of people have been giving them credit for. I think they had a bad game last week. And I think they'll, Steve Spagnoli will be able to, you know, make some things up. I do think it's going to be a close game. I got this game being 21-27. Chiefs win this game. Uh, but it's going it's to be a great game. going to be one hell of a game. It's going to be 21-20 with like six minutes left into the game. Patrick Mahomes going to have the ball. Go down, score. Lamar Jackson probably get the ball back with a minute. It's not going to be enough time for him to actually win the game. So, great game. And also, the one thing I think the Chiefs have that a lot of these te- other teams have, Trent McDuffie and Legereus Need. You got a slot corner that's an all-pro, and you got an outside corner that's an all-pro. A lot of teams do not have that. So they can deal. Trent McDuffie can help and deal with Zay Flowers. Deal with a Odell Beckham. Deal with a Rashad Bateman, right? I think Mark Andrews actually being back is a bad thing. For the simple fact that I think when Mark Andrews isn't there, Lamar spreads the ball out a little bit more, and it's a little bit more difficult to actually cover that offense. I feel like when Mark Andrews is there, he's like, I got this great weapon. I got to make sure I get this great weapon the ball. You know, so that's just my personal opinion. But I got I, I think I think I think uh slowing down Josh Allen from scrambling is a lot different than slowing down Lamar Jackson. I, I agree that. I agree with that too. I, I I didn't say it's the same thing. But they are gonna spy him. Uh, and they're, they're gonna I, spy. Bro, how many people you think spy Lamar? Bro. They know Lamar runs the ball. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, but the, te- the Texans did it for a while, and then they stopped. When they did it, it worked, and then they stopped doing it because the game started getting away from them. Uh, and they, it, they started, it, the game, it start, it started getting away from them. So they started running the ball. They started running the ball more. But in the passing situations, like uh, in the middle of the field, they were able to make sure he didn't scramble. I think he got a couple of those scrambles. But afterwards, you know, he got the bootlegs. He got that. It was great. You seen it? Schemes you seen it? So. After every time they, uh, what's it called? Josh Allen lost to a team following week. What happened? L. <laughs> That's what he's hoping on. All right. So, yeah. I agree, Joe. Definitely, it's, it's, a, it's a way more, it's a difficult task. I do think the Chiefs have a better front four, way better front four, than the Texans actually had. Drew Colossus has been playing really well. And obviously, they have Chris Jones, who, in my opinion, is top two, if not the best. But the spy would probably be a linebacker or a safety. It's going to be Willie Gay or Nick Bolton. Yeah, yeah. The mix of the spy and the pressure. It should be Bolton if they want to get a stop. Nick Willie's going to be hurting out there. Yeah, I think Willie's going to be hurt. So it's probably probably going to be Bolton. So Running kill in the run game. um, Yeah, so. I, I do think that the Ravens are going to be able to run the ball, but I think, like Joey said, in the fourth quarter when it doesn't matter, uh, I think the, the Chiefs will be able to slow it down. Because the, the Bills did try to run the ball a couple times in the fourth quarter, and the shit did get shut down, and was, they, they ran away from it. Negative, it was negative four yards, negative four yards, zero yards, and one yard. And then they said, fuck that after that. So yeah. that's what's going to happen. So I do. that's why things will happen. Like, eventually – they're going to be on their ass, and they're like, all right, we're going to have to find a way to score, and the best way to score is this way. Because honestly, looking at clock versus Patty really don't fucking matter because the Bills it had time for possession work. 14 more minutes. Last year in the Super Bowl, the Eagles had time of possession 
14 more minutes. It don't it matter. It does not matter. It bro. don't matter. It does not matter. You're going to have to milk and, a quarter like we do in Madden. I, I'm going to switch my pick right here, bro, because I, I ain't going to do this, right? Because you know why I'm going to switch my pick? Because I said this on the last part, and I got to stay consistent. Patty Mahomes has been the underdog 11 times now. Now he is 9-1-1. One, and one. <laughs> So... I can't, I can't root against him, man. It's like, it's like rooting against Brady at this point. Yeah, so. bro, it's just so annoying, bro. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> now yeah, you know like how Brady. we felt with it's the annoying, Patriots, yeah. I, I literally knew that this was going because the thing is, like, we weren't doing this like every single year. Patrick Mahomes has been an AFC Championship every single year for the last five years, bro. This is annoying. Like, we we were like every other year, yeah. you know, every it's, two years. Like, this has become annoying. I'm just. He's like, made it to this point. For six years straight, and it's like if but it was he like, hasn't made it to the Super Bowl every year. But. And I'm not maybe it's hate. I think Patrick Mahomes is great. Try, try, don't don't get me wrong, but I, maybe it's because it's the Chiefs as a team. They're just not impressive to me. Just they're they, I don't like the Chiefs as this a year team. for sure. I agree with you. Like we've been saying that people. all season, but look where we are at right now. Look at us. And yeah. when, and when I said in the playoffs, I said they're going to start catching the ball in the playoffs. But I said, I said, I said, look, if they make the playoffs, they're going to win the playoffs. But I was hoping they didn't make the playoffs because I knew that. Don't worry. So, Ravens, y'all my only hope. So let me say that y'all going to lose, so maybe y'all win. They said Lamar is our only, they said Lamar is our only chance for a, a, a Taylor Swift list. <laughs> so, they're going to kick, they kick, they kick Usher out and say, yeah, a cheap performer. <laughs> Oh, Lamar, you got to do it for Usher, bro. Do it for Usher. Hey, bro, you uh, should see all the memes of the Baltimore guys saying, Taylor, you better bring big security or some shit. I was like, yo, relax. That's that's not cool. Uh, that was good. Oh, I do want to touch on one thing. Bill fans, you guys are scumbags. I just want to say that. Throwing snowballs yeah. at players during games is trash. Throwing any objects at players during games is trash. Like, they were doing they it to do the Chiefs' year, defense. Though. Yeah, this is the first time I actually paid attention. This was disgusting. I saw them do it in every single playoff game. They threw a fucking snowball right at George Pickens when he's trying to catch the ball. Did the same thing at B. Cole Harmon in the middle of his route. That's nasty, bro. And I think any fan that they should get fined. Like the like the Bills organization should get fined. They gotta control that. That's disgusting. That's why I'm being, that's why Miami don't like going to Buffalo, man. They ain't nice doing that. <laughs> All right, man. That is the end of the episode, fellas, though. Uh, y'all got anything y'all want to say? Any last notes before we get up out of here outside of Ravens Money Line? Yeah, B got 60 points right now starting the score quarter. That's crazy. He had 35 yeah, points. Joel and B. 60 points starting the fourth quarter. Bro. Yeah, 35 <laughs> at halftime. He cooking Wimby ass. Okay. Wimby got 30. Well, first of all, John B also has made 17 free throws, which is also disgusting. That's still 43 points he has it on field. I don't want it. I don't want to hear nothing about Joel Embiid until you make it to a championship, bro. Because the everything is just regular season stuff, bro. When you get to the playoffs. Man falling over, he's hurt. 
you see pinky hurt. Her, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm all, all the stuff in the regular season is fluff to me right now, bro. I need to see. I, I like agree. I said, I need to see. <laughs> All right, man. Man, we appreciate you for coming on. Yes, sir. Uh, appreciate y'all for having me. Be back next week, too, after the L. All right, man. Oh, hey, <laughs> just let me know. Let me know. Listen, Ravens money line one more time. Thank hey, you. I'll let y'all know right now. When Patty wins and he wins another Super Bowl, back to back, I am going to be unbearable. Just letting you guys know right now. Brady who? Yeah. Brady, Brady, uh, Brady who? Brady got back. Brady who? Brady does have back to back. Brady yeah. who? All right, man. Till next time, we'll holler. <laughs>